Hey guys, welcome to the show. This is, uh, my name is Brian and this is my wife, Stephanie. Um, friends of ours, Phil and Kristen McDowell are joining us today. Thanks guys for being here. Yeah, thanks for having um, us. We, uh, we are coming together to bring some biblical truth to you. Um, our ministry, Intentional Marriage, has been around for uh, uh, over a decade now. And um, we just have a heart and a passion to bring content uh, to you that hopefully is going to help your marriage in some way, right? Yeah, That's right. the ultimate yeah, goal. Absolutely. absolutely. So as a private practice counselor, I hear many different stories. I hear many different, uh, um, uh, obviously, struggles. People don't come into me to really do the celebrations. Uh, uh, at some point in time, they, they do. But uh, um, so as I was thinking about different things that I see coming into my office, one of the things that I have seen years and years and years, and it's been more so over the last two or three years, but it's this idea that I call in session your spouse's brain has been hijacked. <laughs> yeah. um, we all have probably seen examples of that, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, or have our own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had temporary hijack before. Right, yeah. Um, but, you know, I see it in different ways. I see it with addictions where there's a, or, or affairs, um, uh, pornography, alcohol, drugs. It doesn't matter what the, what the poison. It's like there's a series of months or even years that there's this slow fade away from what we need to be doing in the marriage. Um, and then it ends with this abrupt, oh my gosh, here's the affair or here's the uh, uh, blackout or here's whatever it is. Um, and it's at that point that the spouse is shocked. The one that's not participating in, in the outside affair or whatever, they're shocked, like, oh my gosh, I never, I never expected this from my spouse. And then we go through a series of months or maybe years, and then the other spouse who maybe stepped out or had the addiction issue, what I hear from them consistently is, I have no idea who that person was. My brain was totally hijacked. Wow. I, don't, I, I don't recognize me in that season, and I'm not quite for sure what happened. Sure. So there's a lot of different thoughts that we can have on that yeah. topic, but uh, I opened that for a discussion with you yeah. guys because it's a, it's an interesting place. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of things, and this probably, you probably know more as, as seeing this all the time, but something that could play into that a lot is as you start to, um, well, when you're young in marriage and maybe you're ambitious in your job. And so, yeah, you got married because maybe you felt at the time it was the right thing to do, but your job's still pulling you all the time to, yeah. you want to, you, you got to be there. You got to make the dollar. You got to hit these quotas and things like that, that it, you're not like, like this intentional marriage. Right. So I like using that word a lot. Intentional, um, is that you have to be intentional with this. You have to be intentional with connecting with your spouse because if you aren't, there are so many other things that are going to constantly be pulling at you that you could really be, yeah, well, when I'm, when I'm trying to court her and date her, I'm in the moment, I'm there, that she's experiencing who I am. But then now if I'm focusing on jobs or there's other family stuff going on or now kids come into the picture and so all these things, friends and who knows what, is pulling stress. your attention, pulling your attention. Stress, that's a great one. Yeah. yeah, is like you start to act differently because you have all these other things. Your focus isn't just solely here anymore. So now it starts to feel like, well, wait a minute. That's not who you were when we were dating. That's not who you were right. during the honeymoon period. Right. How come right. all of a sudden, you know, well, it's not. I mean, I, I've gone through my life. I've done the things, but right now you're not my only focus. And so 
I mean, I don't know if you see that being part of the, the deal to where all these other distractions are causing you to go, well, wait, maybe, maybe that is what you are, but maybe I don't like that now. I don't know, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so. absolutely, absolutely. Um, other thoughts? Well, I would say a lot of times, you know, like um, my mind's not thinking as clearly in my marriage or just in general, when my connection here is not there, you know, and I find that that's when I feel out of control. I feel like my mind's going 20 different directions because we're a very busy family and we've got so much going on. And so it's like, if I don't take that time to be intentional about my relationship here, yeah. it really affects our family. Yeah. It affects our marriage and everything that we do. Sure. So that's definitely that's really something. Sure. Really yeah, we sure. certainly live in a day now where everything else takes precedent over going to church and having time as a family, family dinners, family devotions. You know, it's, we're too busy. Well, we have baseball, we have a dance competition, we have whatever it is. And so we start, we just that slow fade of, well, it's okay that we're not prioritizing being in church because we got to be at this thing. And then before you know it, you haven't been to church in a month. And then you haven't mm -hmm. talked to your kids about the Lord. You haven't prayed as a family. You know, you're just rushing and getting them in bed and rushing here and rushing there. And you wake up and go, what happened? Yeah. How did I get here? Yeah. And it was those little decisions along the way mm -hmm. that then you get to that. Tip yeah. Romans 12, 2 says, do not copy the behaviors of this yeah. world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds, right? Mm -hmm. And that renewing has to be a continual renewing. Yeah. Um, and it's so easy in our culture. I mean, I think of this, we all have kids, um, like high school kids, middle school kids. Um, I think of the copy and the behaviors of this world is so evident. Oh, it's so, I mean, it's in your face. It's in our face, yeah. but it's in their face yeah. specifically. That creeps into the home. There's all there's so many different things that that take place in that realm. But one of the things that you just touched on, Kristen, that that I, I've been thinking about is, and actually our pastor said this in a sermon one time. He said, Our culture is trading truth for tolerance. Right? And we there's a truth line that we have to adhere to as believers in Jesus. There's a truth line, and but my brain will tell me. Oh, I can step out this far from truth and I can still be okay. Or then I can step out another step and then another step. And it's that slow fade that all of a sudden I find there's a drop off over here. And that's where affair happens. That's where deep porn addiction happens. That's where alcohol uh, abuse happens. That's where all of these different things. And unfortunately, in our society over the last few years, it's been suicide happens. Um, yeah. there's that drop off point that if we don't continue to check ourselves against the truth, against yeah. that truth line, right. we're going to find ourselves yeah. in a hurt. Right. And we're all, we're like, none of us are exempt. Right. You know, I think we yes. buy into a lie that says, not me, mm. not me. I'll yeah. never, never I would never, right. I would never. Right. And, um, we have family that walked through an affair and that is, one of the things in their restoration process of both they believed a lie that said i would never mm -hmm. i that would never be me that would never happen to me and we're all susceptible mm -hmm. we're all susceptible to the opportunity because it's there 
you know, whether we're scrolling our phone or, you know, whatever it is, the opportunity is going to be there. It's what are you going to do to guard yourself? And I heard someone say, your boundary and your guardrail has to be set for you on your worst day. Your worst day, not your best self. Yeah. Because you think, oh, I would never. But the boundary isn't for set for your best self. It's set for when you're feeling the worst, when you're the stress, most stressed, when everything is horrible mm-hmm. and you are at your weakest point, yeah. that's where your boundary has yeah. to be. Yeah. Krista, you just said something too in there that I think is important that we don't just kind of glass over. And it's this whole idea of sus- substance abuse and addiction is our brains quickly just jump to, well, alcohol and drugs or pornography or mm-hmm. well, you just said is scrolling your phone the yeah. social medias the everything we have this thing in our pocket all the time that is that wants our attention and they're designing these things that we want to give it our attention and right. go back and go back and go back and if we're not careful we'll let ourselves become addicted to the idea of well I got my hit is here my fix is Don't well, I post mean. right I posted yeah. the thing who gave me the like who gave me the comment what else is happening and then we fall into the categories of oh well now I see what they're doing so now we got this comparison thing going on it just you get so sucked in and so wrapped up into this it is terrible and but but I think I think we need to to say that is absolutely an addiction and that can be part of the brain hijack because when you start doing this all the time and that's where you start getting your validation from it changes who you are and it can steal your joy because you're trying to compare yourself and now you're not the same person you were it's not just because well you're drunk 24 7 that that makes you a different person obviously but so does this as well so so does Everybody is on vacation every week. Why don't we ever go on vacation? <laughs> You're such a horrible husband. You don't provide because we don't get to do that. That's right. <laughs> or we're moving into a new house. That's maybe why. Trying to explain that to our kids. That's why we're not going on spring break trip. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. yeah. So that's one to be careful of for sure. So yeah. how do we prevent a brain hijack in ourselves? It's a great question. I believe that it, it all comes back to our daily disciplines our daily habits. What are we going to focus on each and every day? Um, and one habit that I have, I'm probably eight to 10 years into this. I've been most consistent over about five, six years, but that is before my feet hit the floor in the morning, I want to absorb scripture. Uh, whether it's the verse of the day on, on the Bible app, or maybe it's my plan for the day if I have more time, but and then sprinkling that through the day for me that helps me check do a checkup from the neck up kind of thing it's like okay what is the lord telling me yeah. you know and one of the things that we do every morning is we exit the house or we get our kids off to school yeah. with prayer that says usually my prayer is along the lines of um god your will be done yeah. um you'll go before us let us yes. be a light yes. um if we're open for that if i'm open for seeing that Lord, how do you want to use me today? Then that's being intentional spiritually. And the only way that we're ever intentional this way is when we're intentional spiritually. So something that comes to my mind, and this is old, it says a family that prays together stays together. Mm -hmm. And I'm just such a firm believer of that. And not only a family that prays together, but also a couple 
that uh, praise together too, I feel like is is so powerful because not only do we do it as a family, but as a couple, because I feel like when I'm praying with Brian and as we pray together, it, our connection is so much deeper than it would be if, you know, we don't do that. Even though we both have our own individual, you know, um, prayer time and everything, but just right. praying together um, as a couple, I feel like is so good. And, you know, I feel like too, when addictions and all these different things get in the way, it's it's a barrier that really causes between our marriage and our family because it puts up that wall and you're, you're finding out, you're like, what is missing? What is not working? You know, but sometimes when sin is in our life, it's just like, what is that? Why, why am I feeling this way? Or why am mm-hmm. I, you know, Lord, what do I need to do? You know, forgiveness or, or whatever that it might be. But I just find that a barrier comes between us you know, yeah. when there is something going on and you might not know exactly, but that's why staying in tune to God is so important because he will reveal that yeah. um, to me, to us in some form or fashion. And sin is death, right? It's separation. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. We, you know, I, I we've chatted before about our identity and our identity starts with Christ. Yeah. Right. You know, and we can't be the spouse or the parent or the friend that God has called us to be if we don't first, you've already said it, have that identity, Mm -hmm. know who we are first Mm -hmm. in Christ. And then because of who we are, this is what we do. Regardless of what, how we feel, Mm -hmm. it might feel weird or it feels off Mm -hmm. or it's like, well, I don't feel like whatever. And our feelings lie Mm -hmm. and our feelings aren't always, you know, so doing those daily disciplines, putting that into place, doing the thing that you're supposed to do or the thing that you're, as you're moving, that you want to do. You know, scripture tells us to die to our flesh, Mm -hmm. die to our flesh. And too many times we do, we choose to do, this is what feels good. I'm eating this because, well, I like it. Or I'm doing that because I want to. And it's not about what I like or want, you know, it's about, what does scripture say? Where are we headed? Where are we going? And we do the things we need to do to get to there, yeah. regardless mm-hmm. of how yeah. it feels. Mm-hmm. So if you don't feel comfortable praying with your spouse, uh, if that feels weird, like that can feel awkward. Yeah. You know, oh, so it's like, yeah, you're not it's using that. So Absolutely. Yeah. But if you can just, I'm doing this because this is mm-hmm. a really good discipline. It's a really good practice. Yeah regardless of how awkward or you stumble yeah. or it's just, you know, it, that is irrelevant. Yeah. The payoff. That's good. John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but he comes, Jesus comes to give us life and give it to the full. Yeah. He's going to steal, kill and destroy and whisper in your ear says, praying is not manly mm-hmm. or um, prayer doesn't work. Right. Um, it's all about you. You need to be selfish. Don't don't worry about that addiction. It's yeah. it, that's going to enhance your marriage. Right. There's so many lies that yeah. that get spoken on a daily basis. So we have to be careful because yeah. he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. If he can kill this, he can kill the next generation. Yeah. If he kills the next generation, he might kill the the community that you're in with the church then he can kill the church he can kill the community the right. bigger community the city yeah. it's just this expansive yeah. uh, uh network of of distractions and right. disillusionment that he wants to right. bring in yeah. you know second timothy 1 7 says this and speaking to this whole thing it might feel awkward it might even feel like guys are like well it's it's stupid or 
whatever. God gives us not a spirit of fear, but of sound mind. So if we're connected to his spirit, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to feel like it's dumb or any. That's all from the enemy. The spirit of God that you want to connect with, that we are connecting with, that's a sound mind. And so when you have a sound mind, your brain is online. Your brain is connected to him. You get to connect to your spouse in right ways, in real ways, in significant and intentional ways. So, um, I mean, if if that spirit is what's driving you, maybe maybe you need to reevaluate some things. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we found it's worth fighting for. Hundred percent. It's worth it. It's worth, you know. I, I think in the business world, you hear a lot about your legacy and, you know, inheritance and what are you leaving your kids? Mm -hmm. If this is the best inheritance and the best legacy out, you could leave billions of dollars to your kids. But if this, Mm -hmm. this tops that you staying, staying um, in your marriage, staying committed, fighting for it. Like that's the best inheritance you could ever leave your kids. 100%. And it teaches them because, right, what we're going to do, that's more than likely what our children are going to do, you know? So they're copycats, right? They're copycats. Yeah. So I think we can conclude with this, that um, fear is our enemy. He wants to deceive us. That can lead way to trading this truth for tolerance and stepping out away from what we know is true. And he's he's usually, the enemy's usually going to use something that he's used in the past. Um, our propensity towards something yeah. that is unhealthy. Right. He keeps some you're vulnerable to. Yeah. To yeah. And, or comfortable with. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's going to keep it in your back pocket yeah. and he's going to boop. There yeah. comes the carrot right in front of you and it's like, bam, that's going to get us off course. So being intentional to stay connected to truth, biblical truth from this standpoint, um, and not give in to tolerance. Um, those are those are some great ways to just stay committed and then develop those daily habits. Yeah. I think we have a three-point plan here. I think so. Yeah. How about it? <laughs> so guys, I appreciate your time being here today. This has been fun. Um, I love jumping into topics like this and we're going to do this more. We're going to have different topics. And if you find a topic that you want that's specific to you or something that you see, put it in the comments. Uh, you know, like and subscribe this, share it. We want to get this word out. Um, and uh, But as for today's Brain Hijack, episode. Um, We're thankful for you watching. I'm thankful for you guys. And please tune in the next time. Um, We'll be uh, continuing to put out content that hopefully is relevant and real and helps impact your marriage to be intentional. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Um, If this topic resonated with you uh, or you find yourself in the situation we talked about in this episode, we want to let you know that we're here for you in any way we can be. Maybe what that looks like is making sure that you connect with your local church, connect with your pastor. Uh, Maybe there's some counseling resources in your area that you feel comfortable with or some coaching services. I want to make sure that you take that step because when you step in and you start to Um, get some resources that helps you take that next step in marriage, your marriage can radically change. And I truly believe that God will intervene into marriages and he can restore any of the broken parts. So I want to leave you with that today. On behalf of the Intentional Marriage, my wife, everyone else that joins us on this channel, we just want you to have the most intentional marriage that you can have. And we know that comes by taking steps of growth and being intentional with the change that you place in your life.